Chapter six of Bill Bolton and Hidden Danger by Noel Sainsbury. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Mapperard. Chapter six Watchers in the Trees. Where's your father's room? Bill stepped into the corridor, Charlie at his heels. There, that one opposite. The door is open. He isn't there. I looked before I woke you. The bed hasn't been slept in either come along downstairs he may be there bill had had an impression the night before of the solid comfort of the house but it was not until they descended the great oak staircase in the morning that he realized in spite of dust sheets how exquisitely the place was appointed in true manorial style armor hung in the hall marble busts gleamed against the dark beautifully carved panelling and half a dozen riding crops dangled from a pair of antlers over the low fireplace here charlie took the lead they went first to the library with its secret door in the panelling through which they had entered the house from the garage a flashlight lay on the table amongst the remains of the sandwiches bill appropriated it and after charlie had opened the sliding door by twisting a knob on the fireplace they investigated the tunnel and its outlet but the garage and the underground passage were empty of any human being they returned to the library and made a round of the rooms on that floor a small den two large living rooms and a dining room all the furniture was shrouded in dust covers the rooms looked gloomy and unlived in scarcely any light came through the closed shutters bill's feeble flashlight seemed to accentuate the cavernous depths of the huge apartments a back passage led them to the pantry and immense stone-floored kitchen on a table near the sink an unwashed plate and cup told the story of eggs and coffee bill turned to the boy there on a bet he ate and went out hadn't we better go over the rest of the house though there was a slight tremor in charlie's voice this place is creepy it was like that when i was here before i never opened a door but would i expect a dead man to walk out on me that laughed bill would take some doing you'll be telling me the house is haunted next it is oh go on there ain't no such animals as ghosts you're losing your nerve kid you probably heard a rat in the walls rat nothing if it wasn't a ghost who was in our room just before daylight it wasn't dad i called and the figure just disappeared mm, that's funny perhaps some friend of your father's and they went off together later charlie shook his head solemnly dad hasn't any friends up here bill or he wouldn't have had to call on you but suppose it was a friend he went away with why didn't he let us know i'll just bet dad's in this house right now down cellar or upstairs with his throat cut like as not charlie was in tears now here here now stop it you certainly are a cheerful kid this morning i don't think bill scoffed and patted him on the back detective thrillers and too much food are what ails you imagination plus indigestion will make anybody see or hear a lot of things how do i get down to the cellar if you're afraid of meeting more spooks you'd better stay here no no i'll go with you replied charlie so hurriedly that bill burst out laughing come on then big boy charlie's mournful face 
made him feel ashamed of his mirth i don't like this big lonely house any more than you do but we'll go down into the cellar just the same although i haven't the slightest doubt but that your father left this place hours ago an inspection of the cellars and the two upper stories proved conclusively to bill that except for themselves there was nobody in the house however they found food and plenty of it in the storage rooms a whole closet full of canned goods eggs bread and a couple of hams and four or five slabs of bacon well old man let's have a shower suggested bill and then i'll rustle some breakfast charlie smiled and turned on a tap at the kitchen sink a faint trickle came from the faucet you'll get no shower or bath while you're in this house he announced the water comes from a well and there's something wrong with the pump dad says the water supply is likely to give out any time bill made a grimace how do you take baths then when i was here before we went down to the cove but never until after dark gee whiz a swim is just what i need i'll tell you what charlie we'll have something to eat take a more careful look for any message your father may have left and then we'll romp down to that cove of yours okay by me bill let's get the grub i could eat a horse when couldn't you bill snorted as they started after the food when they had eaten and washed up at the kitchen sink bill instituted a thorough search for the message in their bedroom and in the library it's no use he said at last there just isn't any message and that's that i vote we pop down to the cove and have our dip now is it much of a jaunt oh no charlie turned from peering through the curtains at the sunshine we can get into the shrubbery at the back door and keep under cover pretty well all the time we'll be taking chances though dad wouldn't let us go until after dark well he isn't here bill said casually i'm going for a swim you can stay here though if you want to not me declared the boy i'd rather be shot than stay in this house alone where do we go from the grounds right through the trees until we come to a rough sort of lane it leads from the main road down to a little bay that's just the place for a swim fine now listen to me kid if we happen to run into anybody and can't make a bunk without being seen we'll go right up and speak to them openly there's no sense in arousing suspicions or showing that we have any we'll say we're on a walking tour along the coast and saw the lane leading down to the sea sabe you betcha and oh bill i forgot to say that we can't swim out far dad told me that the currents round the point are the dickens and all armed with towels and soap they let themselves out by the back door and darted into the bushes with charlie in the lead they pushed through the trees keeping a sharp lookout presently they reached the lane and without sighting a single creature they found themselves on the beach the sand shelled down into a little bay which was about a hundred yards across great rocks crowded down into the water on either side the place was embowered in trees and bushes it was an ideal spot for a quiet dip both lads slipped off their clothes and entered the water the sea was perfect charlie who wasn't much on aquatics paddled about near shore but bill soon found himself at the mouth of the bay swimming strongly with an easy crawl stroke he reveled in the electric chill of the water and the cloudless sky and sunshine 
a short distance ahead of him a huge brown rock jutted up from the water like a boy he swam to it and clambered up on its grind shoulder slippery with endless laving of the sea standing upright he gazed about up and down the beach the tumbled rocks were belted with trees for some miles beyond the trees so far as he could see were the bare sharp outlines of tall cliffs overhanging the water picturesque enough thought bill but immeasurably lonesome out to sea an island lay off the coast a mile perhaps two miles away he could not judge accurately for it was difficult to decide distance from the level of the water he remembered seeing it the day before from the air as he remembered it it was a small rocky barren-looking place with a single house on it though he hadn't been absolutely certain about the house he stared in that direction for a minute or two as he turned about ready to dive in and return to shore there was a sharp thud on the rock at his feet bill looked down but saw nothing the next moment he heard or imagined he heard something go past his ear with a whistling sound he gazed toward the beach more than a little disturbed nothing could be seen but charlie sitting naked on the sand there was no stir of bush not a movement of grass and yet again above his head and this time closer there was a harsh zip of a bullet bill heard no sound of an explosion but suddenly he saw charlie spring to his feet snatch up his clothes and dart into the underbrush the only conclusion he could reach as he stood on the sea-washed rock hurriedly collecting his thoughts was that someone concealed ashore was shooting at him with a powerful air-gun without a second's further hesitation he flopped into the water he had intended to swim back to the little bay but now he hastily changed his mind to return in that direction while the bullets were flying was like asking for a sudden and unpleasant end to his existence so he struck out to sea meaning to take a detour and go ashore at some secluded spot a little further down the coast he was swimming with his head submerged in the water in order to conceal his whereabouts if possible from the beach when he turned on his back to take his bearings he remembered charlie's warning about the current it seemed to him as he glanced back to the rock where he had stood that he had covered a great distance in a very short time even allowing for the extra speed due to his excitement and wrath over the unknown marksman's attempt to drop him in the water with a bullet he fixed his eyes on a point on the shore and struck out with all his might at first bill could not believe that his tremendous efforts were achieving nothing but gradually after a fierce fight of more than a quarter of an hour's duration the truth broke upon him his distance from the beach was not lessening at all but was swiftly increasing he could battle as he liked against it but the tide was stronger stronger than he there was no shadow of a doubt in his mind that he was being carried out to sea it was difficult to meet the situation calmly but bill tried to quiet the surge of pain that was sucking the strength from his limbs it looked as though only a miracle would save him now he turned on his back and for a moment a ray of hope sent a warm glow through his veins he was being borne out on the tide toward the island it might be possible to force a landing there now that seemed his only prospect of life with all the vigor he could summon bill struck across the current 
but when he paused in exhaustion to observe his progress he saw that it was useless he had already been swept past the island it was out of his range wearily bill shut his eyes gasping for breath and felt the power melting away from his numbed limbs then hazily he noticed that the island seemed nearer or was that but a last illusion before the end no the rocks were towering above him he realized that he had been swept around on the current to the seaward side and that the mainland was out of sight with his last atom of strength he tried to strike out toward that shore but the place seemed to be slipping away from him again there was a throbbing in his ears growing louder and louder a vague dreamlike impression of touching the gray side of some craft then his senses left him End of chapter 6